Hey everybody, and welcome to today's News Tonight, the weeknight news show where we're joined by special guests and our lovely patrons to discuss the day's gaming news. I'm your host, Ash Paulson, and I'm joined by my very good friends and fellow GBG co-founders, Steve Bowling and Derek Bittner. But we don't have a special guest today, and actually, it's not just a special guest we don't have today, it's news. It's, a, it's been a very slow news day, and so we're going to be doing something a little bit different tonight, and that is we're going to be discussing uh, our, our uh, predictions for the Game Awards, uh, the, the various nominees who we think will win various categories, uh, maybe what we think might be announced. Just So basically, we're just going to chat about the Game Awards in general and save what little news, minor news we do have for tomorrow. So uh, yeah, and it's just going to be the three of us and have a nice casual conversation. How are you guys doing? I'm doing good. I, I, I didn't sleep too well last night, so I took a nap, and that's been mostly recovery today. So it's it's been that's yeah. part of the reason we didn't find a guest, but it kind of works out because again, lack of news. So I appreciate the uh, chat coming up with the idea of like, hey, what are your predictions for the Game Awards? And like, you know, we did not discuss this, and yeah. we're going to be uh, live streaming that. You know, our reactions to the Game Awards next Thursday, so that's a week away. Why not? Why not? I'm Especially so excited. I don't think. We've, I don't think we've announced this on stream, but with the lack of news, especially as we're getting through the busy time of the year, I th- I think we've decided that we're going to be taking t- uh, TNT, Today's News Tonight, down to three days a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And that allows right. us to get some other kind of work and stuff done uh, because of that. But it also, like, this is two days in a row now where we're talking about how light the news is. <laughs> so, right. Now, to, to be clear, though, just so you all know, that doesn't mean that if some huge news drops on a Tuesday or Thursday that we're just going to be like, uh, they can wait till tomorrow. No, if something big drops, we'll yeah. have a discussion about it. We'll, we'll upload, you know, a video and talk about it. So, yeah. you know, smash if, DLC if, if, character announced. Yeah. We're doing, we're discussing exactly. that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If it was Tuesday, uh, you know, smash DLC, who cares? No, we'll absolutely be covering all the big announcements, uh, if they happen in between episodes of GVG. So, uh, Steve, we haven't heard from you yet. How are you doing, man? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, today was the first day in a long time that I got to sink some substantial time into working on scripts for GVG videos. So, nice. uh, you know, stay tuned. I've got I've got a couple irons in the fire right now. We've got big stuff coming on the channel uh, soon. I-, I wish I could say when, but I literally have no idea. Um, we'll have Cyberpunk on the channel as soon as we're allowed to show it. Uh, we don't have right. it, to be clear. Nobody has mm-hmm. it. We don't have it. No. Nobody else has it. Right, um, right. But we do know we'll be getting it at the same time everyone else gets it, so we'll be showing that off. Uh, more than likely, since we're literally a week away from it coming out and we still don't <laughs> have it, uh, it'll probably just be like a day one, assuming they allow it, live stream where we show off what we're whatever they say we can. Um, right. But for right now, I'm working on two separate videos. Uh, one I can talk about. It's a, Well, I can talk about both. I'm not bound by an embargo. I just don't want to tease one over the other. But uh, I should mm-hmm. have a video coming up on Sackboy soon, which is mostly written, almost ready to go. And then I have a feature I'm working on uh, more akin to Derek's uh, Pathos of Ganon feature that he did. Uh, nice. So I'm hoping I can get both those out the door soon. But it was really nice to just sit down and write. Like It, it feels like it's been a really right? long time. Yeah. <laughs> It, it I'm excited. Yeah, feel good. Uh, I I finally have uh, been able to get my desk, which I still need to build. But once I build that, 
I will stop having varying backgrounds and actually have a place where I sit. I won't be sitting on the floor anymore. I'll have my my chair properly at my desk, and that's when I can start doing stuff like uh, like what's that track? When I you know I actually have a desk set up with everything. Um, you know that's not the kind of feature I want to do while I'm literally sitting on the, on the floor, floor <laughs> using a box, like using a moving box as my as my desk. Yeah, so. Exactly. So fortunately, mm. I should have that built uh, hopefully over the weekend, maybe even before the weekend. But it is here. Uh, it, uh, it was delivered to the wrong address. No, but it was delivered to the wrong address. And it was it consisted of two 75 pound boxes. So let me tell you guys how fun that was to go pick that up and struggle <laughs> to get it in the car and down two flights of stairs and then back up to our new place. Well, that, that was, was easy. You just toss it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Just toss it. No big deal. Yeah. So that was fun. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so I'm really looking forward to being able to, uh, pick what's that track back up. And, uh, really the only reason that hasn't moved forward yet is because I just need to have my desk, desk set up, which is going to be happening soon. Yeah. Um, so I, yeah, per- but with that, oh. I, I was just saying, like, if we're talking about what we're working on for the channel, uh, I'm, Still mm-hmm. working on my Hyrule Warriors review. Once I get that done, I think all of us are going to be doing a discussion, just giving yes. our thoughts because we're all so excited for it, uh, or we're excited for it, or enjoy it. We want to talk about it. <laughs> I guess I'll put it that way. Steve's already beaten it, but as we've mentioned before, but we do want to do that. Yes. And then uh, after that, because of, uh, well, there might be a little bit of pause there because a certain Fire Emblem game is coming out soon. I want to cover that. Uh, maybe do a review of an old NES game. Who knew? <laughs> and then after that, there's an ongoing series I've been really excited to get to for a while now that I can finally, like, now that the all the big games are out, don't have to worry about as much and can just start working on that. So I'm looking forward to the beginning of an ongoing series. And hopefully... Like, when you said... When you said ongoing series, I, I totally heard she says his voice all of a sudden because that's how he, he opens, I think, all of his videos. Like, oh, this is the, you know, episode... Oh, yeah whatever of an ongoing series where we basically take the camera anywhere we want and find secret secrets and discoveries to some of our favorite games. I think that's what it is. Oh yeah. yeah. I've, I've clearly watched enough boundary you almost, break. You too. Yeah, exactly. Cadence right too. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right. I should do uh, I should do a, she says impression sometime. Uh, yeah. But, new uh, feature. Ash does YouTuber impressions. Nice. Nice. <laughs> Um, well, I guess with that said, uh, we do have quite a few categories to get through for the Game Awards, um, you know, in terms of guessing who we think is going to win every category, but we're going to start at the bottom. Uh, We are going to skip the esports categories because none of us are into esports enough. I mean, I'm into fighting games and I watch like Evo and Smash tournaments and stuff, but that's not covered here in esports. So none of us know enough about esports or the personalities to really have anything to say about those. So... If you want to follow along with us, uh, we are going to be starting from the bottom on the Game Awards uh, website, starting with Best Debut Game. For the Best Debut Game Created by a New Independent Studio. And uh, the nominees here are Carrion, Mortal Shell, Raji and Ancient Epic, Roki, and Phasmophobia. Um, I I have mostly heard about Phasmophobia. I keep hearing about it. People Same. seem to love this game. So just based on word of mouth and and cultural osmosis, I guess, I'm going to guess Phasmophobia is going to take this. I've only heard of three of these games. I've not heard of Mortal Shell or Roki. I haven't Roki either. seems familiar, but it's just not clicking with me what it actually is. Same, uh, yeah. Raji I played and enjoyed. Uh, I don't know nice. if it's good enough to do that do that but i the setting and the culture behind it is what really sets Raji apart since it's an Indian developer 
making an Indian based tale and you're learning about the gods and the history and all that. Uh, platforming is a little stiff. It kind of reminds me a bit of like a 3d version of the classic Prince of Persia where it's a little like you got to get things set up quite right. Um, still I enjoyed it and I heard people loved carrying it's basically the thing where you play the thing and people just really enjoyed that one um phasmophobia is weird to go for though because it's still in early access it's not the full release yet so sure that's true I, that changes in my nothing. opinion <laughs> that one I don't know if I choose an early access game uh for that sort of thing so of these I'd actually I'm actually gonna predict carrion all right Carrie yeah. and I've heard a lot about too. Yeah. I'm, I'm with Ash on this one. I think Phasmophobia is going to take it just because of the amount of mentions I see of that game. Like, and this is, you know, people can sign in to vote for these. I don't know. I, I, I would be surprised if Phasmophobia didn't take it because I think if you presented this list to your average person, like your, your lay person, as it were, um, they wouldn't know most of these games. Like I think Carrion is super cool. I've played it. Um, mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I just don't see it like it kind of faded from memory very quickly after after its moment passed. Uh, whereas, right. you know, and I don't know how recent Phasmophobia is. I have no idea because most of these games I've not played. But it feels like a um, month. Yeah, I again, the you know, people are going to hate me because I said it about Hades. But recency bias is absolutely a thing, especially mm-hmm. with the game I mean, yeah. there, there's a it reason is. that the big awards movies all come out in December. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I, I think just. Time and place are going to help Phasmophobia uh, take that award. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. Um, okay, well, moving on to another category we probably won't have too much to say about. Pers- at least I won't personally, but that is Content Creator of the Year. Uh, for a streamer <laughs> or content creator who has made an important and positive impact on the community in 2020. And our nominees are Good Vibes Gaming. No, I'm kidding. But maybe <laughs> next year. Maybe next year. No, <laughs> um, no I know, right? I mean... Yeah, <laughs> the thing the thing is, what I thought John brought this up on uh, on Twitter, and um, I, I kind of agree. Like, it's weird, really weird that Scott isn't on here. Yeah, yeah, it is. Nothing against yeah, any of these folks at all, but it's mm-hmm. you'd think Scott with how he exploded. I yeah, well, and I know he's been doing a lot of positive charity work too. Yeah, yeah, I don't think so. I I think that this this uh. I don't know how these folks get nominated. That's the first thing I want to yeah, say. Yeah, I don't know either. And yeah. I know I know that it's by a committee. I know that like some of our friends, like Kat from US Gamer, is on that committee. Uh, because and I know that because she publicly mentioned that she tried to nominate Khalif Jenkins from Spawn on Me for this. Um, oh, okay. And it you know, so I assume there's like a plurality of votes or whatever that goes into who even makes this list. Um, that being said, I look at this list of people and I like to think I know something about my fellow content (laughs) creators and I only recognize two people and one of them I only only know because Fall Guys repeatedly mentioned him and that Tim the Tatman, but Alana Hmm. Pierce is going to win this. I have. She's the only really, one I yeah. felt like I've heard of. I don't know what she does, but I, I feel she's like she's been on IGN. She's been on Rooster Teeth. Mm-hmm. Like she oh, is. She has yeah. come from traditional games media, so it right. would be. She is by a mile the most famous person or the most recognizable person on this list. And I mean, mm-hmm. let's look at all the other people that have won this award in the past. Uh, Greg Miller, Doctor Disrespect. Mm. I think I think Ninja yeah. won it. I don't know, but yeah, I mean, it, yeah, it's sort of a crapshoot if if the pe- person who wins this is a 
a good person. <laughs> That's a weird way to put it. Yeah. yeah. Let's, let's just say yeah. that there's a curse that follows this award. And so far, I think Greg Miller is the only person that hasn't succumbed to it. Um, right. That being right. said, uh, I think Alana's cool. Like, I've watched her mm-hmm. content in various places. I don't watch, like, her personal YouTube channel, but I've seen the work she's done for larger outlets. And she's very talented. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I, I know. don't know much about the others, but I, I would, will Same. say if Alana doesn't win it, it would be kind of cool to see J.N. Lopez or Valkyrie to get it just because, you know, it's representation of gamers that don't usually get representation. Yeah, black, I was going to say it's cool to see. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say it's cool to see two women of color up here. And there are actually three women to the two men. So that's we're definitely yeah. getting some more diversity in the Game Awards, which I think is cool. Uh, like like you, uh, the only name here I recognize is Alana Pierce personally. Um mm. And I'm guessing she's probably going to win, basically because of everything else you guys have already said. Um, But I hate to admit it, but I I'm not that familiar with her content, and I don't recognize any of these other names: J.N. Lopez, Nick Merckx, Tim the Tatman, and Valkyrie. I don't know. I mean, I I wonder if if more of these people are based on Twitch, though, because I'm more you know in our I'm more familiar with our YouTube fellow YouTubers, not so much Twitch streamers. I was going to say this, like I, I hate to say it, but. All these pictures, like, I don't know who most of these people are. Like, Tim the Tatman yeah. and Nick Merckx remind me of, like, your typical neon-soaked, sponsored-by-G-Fuel kind of streamer. Yeah. You know, like, let's get it! It's a good way let's to put it. Let's get it today, yeah. guys! Like, the, the guys that yeah. I immediately would just jump out of a stream if I saw them on it. I No offense, I'm sure there are tons of people that love them, but I hate that kind of, like stereotypical vibe like i feel like the the same neon uh, i say this with like fucking green i know you got the the xbox Um, green behind you (laughs) but i i feel like the typical like dark room neon saturated stream is like the 20 2020 equivalent of you know gaming in your mom's basement was in the 80s and 90s like the the stereotypical view of gamers that's reductive right um yeah, that said, somewhat like, nice. Like, yeah, well, it's more like a college said, dorm. <laughs> yeah, Rob Arman <laughs> yeah. said, I just don't vibe with these folks. Um, Same. Alana's cool. I, I would love, basically, I, I would love to see a woman win this award. That's what I'm going to say. I, Same. I would yeah. definitely prefer J.M. Lopez or Valkyrie, but uh, just because it is a huge segment of gamers that haven't, you know, don't get recognized in that way. Uh, but I feel Alana's like the the big name in that group, so I just don't see it going a different way, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Right, right. By the way, uh, just really quick, I want to point out in the chat uh, for the first time we have uh, Titus Malvolio joining us live. So welcome. It's, uh, we yeah, we read your name every time, but we haven't had you in the chat. So welcome. We're glad to have you here. Is it yeah, is it Titus um, or Titus? Because I yeah, I was actually about to ask. This, yeah, I wanted um, to ask the same thing. If you could uh, clarify that, that would be great, so we can make sure to get it right. Yeah. Also, I just want to point out because Mark Cole has asked like a few questions and we've glazed over all of them. <laughs> um, oh. So, oh. so real quick, Mark. Uh, no, I did not do the Turkey Day AC events. I was really busy. Um, I'm, I'm scrolling through. Any more Hyrule streams? I guess you have to ask Derek I, on that one. Yeah, I, I don't plan mm-hmm. on it just because I'm in playing it and I, I don't. I, I'm already streaming three other games, so <laughs> I don't think that's going to be able to fit in my schedule. Um, yeah, like maybe I'll do some like post game content if people really want it, but I I don't have any plans. Mm-hmm. Fair, yeah. I I thought about doing, it, but yeah, it's 
Titus. Oh, tit- Titus. Okay. I I feel tit- like we, Titus we were at okay. one point saying Titus, and then we switched it because probably yeah. Final Fantasy X. <laughs> I was like, it's probably my FF10 bias. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's anyway, with a sorry, D. So wanted to catch yeah. up with the chat for a little bit. But anyway, Ash, take it away. Sorry. Cool. All right, we're uh, moving on to best multiplayer for outstanding online multiplayer gameplay and design, including co-op and massively multiplayer experiences, irrespective of game genre or platform. So we've got Animal Crossing New Horizons, Among Us, Call of Duty Warzone, Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout, and Valorant. And this one's a tricky one. I I could see three of these. I I feel like there are three of these that that could possibly win. No, I'm I'm down to one. It has to be Among Us. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I think Fall Guys Guys has a chance, but I think it's probably going to be either Among Us or Animal Crossing. It's going to be one of those two, I think. Yeah, I'm, I'm... I'm thinking I didn't think among us initially, but mm-hmm. I didn't realize. So here's here's like a little anecdote. I took my kids out to go get boba the other day and I was at like my usual spot where they, you know, it's just a cute little like Asian boba spot where they serve like pastries and stuff like that too. And no joke, they had they made in-house like among us themed macaroons. What? Like, and I was kids like, love "What?" It. Yeah, it's crazy. I love this game. It's it's insane. And I spotted multiple people eating them, and then I bought some because my daughter, who I didn't even know knew about Among Us, was like, "Please buy the Among Us macaroons, Dad." I was like, "All right." So I I have no doubt in my mind that Among Us is taking this award, even though I've never played it. I've never it's watched really fun. it. I've just heard so much. I can't escape it, and so I, yeah. You know, I think as a reflection of gaming culture or just pop culture at this point in general, Among it's, Us almost mm-hmm. has to take it. It, it being I think it will be Among Us. Yeah. Mobile devices, kids have really gravitated towards it. Even they're, like they're willing to put up with people dropping, but they because they love becoming mm-hmm. the imposter. Really I feel so that. like I feel like I'm so ridiculous about it though because I've mentioned this before. I don't like Among Us at all. It's just not my kind of game. It bores the shit out of me. And I I know it's not because it's a bad game. Obviously, everybody loves it, but I feel like I'm just missing something. I don't know. Maybe it's just not my kind of thing. But I yeah, I it does nothing for me. But I do think it's going to win. I think I Among think Us Idiot is going to be the winner. Ben sums it up really well for people like me in the chat who have never played. He says Among Us is a game where even if you haven't played it, you feel like you've played it. And I that is a whole mood. Like I agree with that because I feel like I definitely know a lot about this game, even though. Like I said, I've I've not ca- caught a stream. I've not played the game myself, but I can't help but be assaulted by it. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm going mm-hmm. to play it. I absolutely need to, especially since my kids love it, and I didn't even know they played it. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I just I would have said Animal Crossing a few months ago, but now now I think among us. Yeah, yeah, maybe Animal Crossing before, but even though it's online, like is not that great. So yeah, I was about to say yeah. I have to say, I would like to see, personally, I would like to see Fall Guys take it, just because that has been, weirdly enough, that's been a really bright spot for me in, in a dark year for all of us, just in, in the sense that, uh, you know, I get together with two of my best friends every Monday, uh, every Monday night, and we just play Fall Guys together and have a few beers, and just, and it's a lot of fun. It has problems, no doubt, but it's just easy to pick up, it's just, it's easy, yeah, it's just easy to pick up and play, and it's just been a lot of fun for me personally this year. So I'd like to see Fall Guys win, but I do think it's going to be among us. Yeah. Um, we yeah. we do have to do our monthly multiplayer night or our monthly we do. multiplayer stream 
maybe we should go through a couple of these. Uh, with That's our, true. With our there you go. Yeah, so. I'd be down to do both Among Us and Fall Guys. Uh, not not so much for Call of Duty Warzone, but, you know, <laughs> what are you yeah. going to do? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I've heard of Valorant, but I don't know anything about it. I don't know much about it. Yeah. So. And Animal Crossing, I just don't have, yeah. Yeah, Plus, I, I mean, the, the multiplayer for Animal Crossing is, I mean, it's Animal Crossing, so I don't know. I, it's yeah. obviously fun, but I don't know how exciting it is necessarily for, like, Not a stream all. night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. I would, yeah. I, I, so I've long been planning, uh, pretty much since the inception of GVG, like a a holiday giveaway type of stream for Animal Crossing. But I don't think inviting people to your island is particularly exciting gameplay. I think it's, it. it I mean, one the sequence of people traveling to your island takes like two minutes a piece or, or I'm being mm-hmm. hyperbolic, like a minute or so, but like mm-hmm. an actual mm-hmm. minute. And when eight people show up to your island, that is, yeah. that is just a lot of waiting like to do. Yeah. Anything. Yeah. And then once you're there, it's like, Oh, Hey, you can do all the, there's no like mazes to go through or games to play. You're just playing animal crossing in a different place. So, um, right. While I enjoy it, and I think it's a relaxing, fun kind of experience, I don't think it lends itself particularly well to being like a memorable multiplayer game. Sure. Yeah. That makes sense. All right. Well, moving on to best sports slash racing game. And that, I don't, why do they combine these? Sports and racing I, I are different, in my opinion. Either category. Yeah. To really that's probably true. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, for the best traditional and non traditional sports and racing game. And our nominees are Dirt 5. F1 2020, FIFA 21, NBA 2K 21, and Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2. And I have very little to say about any of these. I don't I play racing yeah. games, but not but I play like arcade racers and none of the, there are none here really. So yeah. I have Dirt 5 and uh-huh. it is I I'm just going to out and out say I don't like it. I think it's <laughs> fair bad. enough. Um I get I get bad vibes off that game. Um I have NBA 2K21 also because when you get a review console, they just send you stuff. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it's installed. I'll say that much about it. Um, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2, I think, is... So So here's... Yeah. I think you, yeah, you got same. a 50-50 shot at Tony Hawk or FIFA because FIFA mm-hmm. is just a juggernaut of a franchise. You know, it, outside right. of America, it is... it's ridiculous. But Tony Hawk has been like in the lexicon for right. a while of gaming, say, yeah. and it, especially the first two games, and especially with this remake being considered extremely good. Yeah. I mean, right. I was not into skateboarding culture at all, and I picked up Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. <laughs> so, as a kid, yeah. it's, it, it's one of those games that can capture that again. I, was, I get it. I didn't pick it up myself; just didn't have the time. But I'm seeing our chat just explode with, yeah, it's going to be Tony Hawk. Yeah, yeah, I, <laughs> so, I think it is. I agree. I talked, it's going to be Tony Hawk. Yeah, I talked to Neil from Nintendo World Report because he uh, reviewed it. I got him a code for it. <laughs> and <laughs> oh, nice. I, he, yeah, he reviewed it over on GX, and I, I helped him get the game so that he could review it. And I asked him what his opinions were when he was working on it. And he's like, wow, you know, it's incredible. And I, I missed the Tony Hawk, like, train or whatever you want to call it. Same. Like, back in the day, I was like, I, I just didn't find them to be impressive games. I didn't understand why everyone was so in love with them. But there is no denying that Tony Hawk's Pro Skater was kind of like a cultural touchstone for a lot of people. Like, it was mm-hmm. a Absolutely. huge definitive game. Like, I remember I remember being, like, a salty fanboy when I was a kid because <laughs> EGM rated Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2 higher than Super Mario 64. 
And I was like, oh, oh wow. The, wow. The I kind of remember that now, guys. That. I was like, yeah. what is wrong with you? I was like, really? The That's skateboard funny. game is better than Mario 64? You idiots. Like, all the toxic yeah. boy garbage that I hate now. But <laughs> yeah, know, at least I didn't, like, post it on a forum or, or write them a letter. But, I mean, I thought right. all the bad things. And, um, <laughs> but, but there's. None of these games, like sports games by nature, are crazy fleeting, right? Like you go to mm-hmm. any used game store, and what is the most common and also cheapest used game you can find? Like, oh yeah, last game. year's sports title, <laughs> right? Yeah, right. So I, I, I don't know. I, I think Ooh, to me, it's Michael just, phone in the chat. It is better than Mario sixty four. Oh, Ooh, oh. fighting words actually, right it, there. It, it might have actually held up better just because I, you know, t- on a technical sense, I and mean, like. Mario 64 has its issues. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, but it also is a pioneering game. It like, is a pioneering It created game. a genre unto itself. Here's the thing, Essentially. Though, as culturally important, is does not always equate to better, right? True. Right. Like, right. yeah, Mario 64 definitely has the stronger legacy and is more important to the history of gaming than any Tony Hawk game, but... I mean, one, better is subjective, right? Like, what right. I think is great right. in other... Per- I-, I like Shenmue 3. <laughs> like, let's just... Put that yeah. I yeah. like Shenmue 3. Yeah. And we can't account for your taste trash. at all. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, you know, it's... I mean, it's it's still... Oh, and to be fair, Michael Phone also says he didn't play Mario 64 until 2010. Which yeah. Makes and when, it okay. when you didn't grow That's up with totally it. fair. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think a big part of why a lot of older folks like me love Mario 64 the way we do is that we remember having a Super Nintendo and Mario 64 being the next yeah. thing and being like, well, oh, I remember nostalgia the, bias. <laughs> I remember yeah. that the day I got my N64 and I first played Mario 64 and I was just, yeah, I'll never forget it. I, I oh, didn't yeah. have an N64, but I remember the mall kiosks where they yeah, had oh, uh-huh. Super, Super Mario 64 and Ocarina of Time and I would just play them and be like, this crazy i was 14 i want to say and i imported one Mm -hmm. with money i saved over the summer that's awesome japanese n64 for like 300 bucks and i bought mario for a hundred bucks and oh my god i remember like trying to figure out because if if you had like the super nes they shipped with uh rf what were they even called rf modulators rf I oh think my God. Yeah, what RF adapters. Called? RF adapters. Oh, okay. Yeah. And and it was like, if you don't know, because I know there's a lot of young people in the audience tonight, an RF adapter like hooked into a coaxial cable. So you had to like screw it into right. your TV and there was a special channel you had to set your TV to to play your games, right? Mm-hmm. And the N64 was the first console I ever got that shipped with your typical like red, white, yellow RCA cables. Mm. And I was confounded. I was like, what the hell are these? And where uh-huh. do I how do I plug it in? I yeah, tore, I tore my dad's TV apart, like looking. Oh, for, no. I was like just unhooking stuff, and really, home, and, and I figured it out. But when I finally got it, I was like, "Oh, this was so worth the trouble I'm going to get into." <laughs> like, uh-huh. <laughs> my dad came home. I was playing Mario sixty four. He's like, "What is that? And why is my receiver no longer working? Go to your room." <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny. As a quick aside, uh, Steve, you and I uh, recently—I just purchased the same TV you have, an LG C10 uh, uh, 4K TV, and it's an awesome TV. But one thing I noticed: there's no component out. There's only composite right. out. Right. Why? Uh, I, s- I want to hook my Wii up with component cables, like I always do. L- LG sells, I think, a dongle that you can hook up. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, so I know like the older TVs, because I have a 2016 model downstairs. The older TVs came with it. Like 
Okay. Uh, so that you could hook up to component, and I think the newer TVs you have to buy it now because they're like. Oh, okay. Component. At least there's a, there's an option for it. It's just so weird that it wouldn't just be built into it. Yeah. But yeah, you know, at least there's composite. I also have to give you give you a uh, quick tutorial on how to make the switch work properly on that TV because there is a trick, and I saw one of our patrons mentioned that they were oh, having there? trouble in the chat too. Uh, LG doesn't scan the switch's signal correctly, so there's like a bit of overscan. But we'll get into that. That's well, okay. Same thing happened with my last TV yeah. too. Good to know. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, back to the game awards. Uh, our next category is best sim slash strategy game. Best game focused on real-time or turn-based simulation or strategy gameplay, irrespective of platform. And we've got Crusader Kings 3, Desperados 3, Gears Tactics, Microsoft Flight, Flight Simulator, and XCOM Chimera Squad. And I'm just going to come out right, right out and say it. I don't play this genre, but it's, I think it's going to be Microsoft Flight Simulator. That oh, game yeah. is so freaking impressive to me as someone who doesn't play it. I, and, and people keep talking about it. It's like such a mm. technical showcase. I would be shocked if it wasn't Flight Simulator. I do play strategy games, and none of the no, I've not touched any of these. I, like, I didn't even realize yeah. a new XCOM game did come out this year. <laughs> so there's that. I don't think I ever heard about Gears Tactics, and I don't pay. I've heard of De- De- uh, Desperados Three, but I just didn't pay attention to any of these. But Flight Simulator definitely seems like the one to watch, just because it, it does seem, seem extremely impressive and just mm-hmm. sort of the sort of the standout of this of this group. Yeah, I agree yeah. with that. I've I I basically had no interest in any of these until uh, John started posting his clips from F- Flight Simulator, and I was like, okay, I need to look at that. And I I downloaded it on my PC and I played it a little, but ultimately none of these are my type of game. Yeah, um, right. Oh, I would but... not enjoy playing Flight Simulator. I just know people enjoy are into oh, it. Oh yeah, like, I, yeah. I don't take excitement out of flying a plane. Like, yeah, it's cool that you can see that stuff. That's the novelty of yeah. it, but. Yeah, it's all right. I think it's, it's, I, I yeah. agree with you guys. This is a slam dunk for Flight Simulator, though. Yeah. Mm. All right. Uh, well, according, to, oh. according to Michael Phone, uh, Crusader Kings three has a ninety uh, over a ninety on Metacritic. So I guess based wow. on that, probably between Crusader Kings and Flight Simulator. But keep in mind, last year Fire Emblem Three Houses was up for nomination in this category, and I believe it didn't win, which is bull. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, speaking of uh, Bull, there's this category has a nomination that I feel is severely underrepresented in the awards. Uh, this is Best Family Title for the best game appropriate for family play, irrespective of genre or platform. So we've got Animal Crossing New Horizons, Crash Bandicoot 4, It's About Time, Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout, Mario Kart Live Home Circuit, Minecraft Dungeons, and the aforementioned game, Paper Mario the Origami King, which is so, so being slept on by everybody. How is that a family game? It should be best RPG or action game. Yeah. Maybe best action game. It's yeah, not it, as it's much out an of RPG. Place here. This is yeah. This it's is more no adventure down to the art style. Yeah, it's it's here because of it's it's because Nintendo. That's why mm. it's in family. It's Mario. It's family friendly, and I guess they just didn't think it had the chops to compete with other action or adventure games. You know that for all the you know shiny new consoles and you know HD stuff, but or 4K stuff, but. Yeah, I, I I don't think Origami King is going to win it. I think he's going to be Animal Crossing. Um, you yeah. know, I, I wish Origami King would win just so it would win something because again, people are sleeping on it. Yeah. But I think it's going to be Animal Crossing. Yeah, I'm I'm with you, Ash. Animal Crossing for sure. I mean, this is the only game on this list I've played with every member of my family. <laughs> so, uh-huh. You know, I played yeah. I played Animal Crossing with my mom, my dad, my brother, my sister, and my kids. 
and my wife. So <laughs> I'm. It is the definition of a family game for me. That is, mm-hmm. you know, this so far though is the most solid lineup of games I've seen in any category. I mean, mm-hmm. these are all yeah. really good games that I would yeah. consider like fun to play. Um, except for Agreed. maybe Minecraft Dungeons, I've played it a little bit. It's the only one I haven't mm-hmm. sunk a lot. I, of time I hear into. it's fine, but you know, maybe a little forgettable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it, we'll get to this, but it, someone obviously in the chat, it was uh, let's see. Luxiel says Origami King deserves best music. Uh, how is Origami King not in the best music category? We'll get yeah. to that, but it drives me crazy because that soundtrack's incredible. Um, but moving on, best fighting game for the best game designed primarily around head-to-head combat. We've got Grand Blue Fantasy Versus, Mortal Kombat 11 Ultimate, Street Fighter V Champion Edition, One Punch Man, a hero nobody <laughs> nobody knows, and okay, here we go. Under Night in Birth EXE Late bracket clr <laughs> how do you even say that a kingdom hearts fan has no right to laugh I, at it wasn't the, the fair, enough. In birth, fair enough in exile like like yeah. last year or, or VG, uh, yeah what does yeah. clr even mean i don't know so why is it in brackets but you make a good point steve i can't make fun of it if i'm a kingdom hearts fan that's a good point yeah so i've played most of these games which is weird same <laughs> but, yeah um so the only one i haven't played is the undernight game but that sounds to me like it's related to the fates series which i really like i think so yeah Um, it's definitely an anime fighter yeah 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 i i just think it's it's uh related to fate stay night somehow is it okay if i I can see that it does yeah i'm guessing though like Mm -hmm. it just that that is a complete guess but it is an oh it's axis not arc system i don't know this game it's both. It's Arc System it's Works both. and it's Axis. Arc System Works oh, and okay. Axis. Well, Arc yeah. System yeah. Works makes really good fighting games. I mean, Guilty Gear. I mean, they is also made Grand Blue Fantasy, and the the new Guilty Gear is coming from them. So yeah. So yeah. what I was gonna say on this is, I I think that Mortal Kombat's gonna take it. I mean, it's just the I most think so recognizable too. game on the list. That being said, I actually wish Grand Blue Fantasy Versus would take it. I I've said this for years. Street Fighter V is one of the ugliest fighting games I've ever played in my life. What? I love Street Fighter V's visuals. That's so funny. What in the ever-loving shit is wrong with you? <laughs> I do. I, I I love those those overdone character designs though, like the big hands and the. I just I don't know. I like that kind of. I loathe this this move toward realism. If you want the perfect Capcom yeah. fighting game from a visual standpoint, look no further mm-hmm. than Tatsunoko versus Capcom. That is oh, that's a great the looking best game. looking yeah. fighting game Capcom has ever made. And they're just like, mm-hmm. okay, make Street Fighter look more like Tekken. <laughs> I mean, that is really... <laughs> that crossover it needed to happen. It's still yeah. pretty stylized, though. Like, it, it's more realistic, There's... but it's, it's like a hyper-stylized realistic, though. Like, yeah. Mortal Kombat 11 is realistic. Like, I, I don't know. First off, Capcom has this fascination with enormous shoulders. Like, every yeah, character has these <laughs> and hands, incredibly big shoulders and hands. It's really off-putting. And Ryu just starts to look more and more like a leather handbag in every game. Like, I don't even <laughs> nice. know what I'm looking at in this key yeah. art I have for the nomination, but I'm like, this looks like bad box art from, like, the, the uh-huh. 80s and 90s to me. I, I just want them to go back to a friggin', like, anime or 2D-looking art style. like that, mm-hmm. And that's a big part of why I like Grand Blue so much. Like, Grand Blue in motion looks like the old Final Fantasy Tactics art from the ps1 mm, game, yeah which i just I, I, love grand blue are the guys who uh make um 
Oh, that Nintendo mobile game that uh, came out that is based Dra- around oh, Dragon's Dragalia Dragon. Lost. Dragalia Lost. Yeah, uh, it's based on another mobile game made by the same company that blew up. We never got it uh, translated, I believe. Uh, yeah, some side games at Tiono Ben. Um, and I know it got a lot of uh, attention and I think did pretty well. And it does have a very striking art style. And I think I put that one out to win. I don't know if it actually will. I think Mortal Kombat 11 has the best chance, but it's the one I hope wins because yep. in both Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat's case, they're just, they're re-releases. Eh. Right. I I also think Mortal Kombat 11 Ultimate is going to take this. Um, I, I would be surprised if it, dis- if it didn't, but I'm going to break from you two and say, as someone who loves watching competitive fighting games, I find Street Fighter V to be much more interesting to watch uh, in, in a technical perspective uh, than Mortal Kombat. And I, I've never watched Grand Blue Fantasy. One Punch Man is cool, but I don't know if it's if it's got the chops I mean, I to... think they're just limited on fighting game options. Yeah. yeah. So I, I want thought. to see Street Fighter V take it just as a Street Fighter fan personally, but Mortal Kombat also is deserving, and I think see, Mortal Kombat's going to take it. That's an interesting perspective because... I am a huge Street Fighter fan, but yeah. going from four to five felt like such a downgrade. Like the, I've I've heard other people say that. Yeah, the meta in four is so much better. Like mm-hmm. I I love watching people. Like I love watching people play uh, Super Street Fighter Four or Street Fighter Four Arcade Edition to this day, and mm-hmm. I just I I can't even watch people play five. Like I don't really enjoy it. That's that much. so interesting. Hmm. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm, yeah. I don't think that there's a better technical fighter on the list per se. I'm not, I'm not good enough mm-hmm. at Grand Blue to really say, uh, and I don't think Mortal Kombat has ever been like a game that is that is nearly as accessible on a deep level as Street Fighter. But uh, mm-hmm. I, I just, I don't know. Everything about Street Fighter Five since the beginning has rubbed me the wrong way. I'm, I'm ready. Hey, for it's fair. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Well, with that said, moving on to best RPG. Uh, for the best game design with rich player character customization oh. and progression, including massively multiplayer experiences. And our nominees are mm. Final Fantasy VII Remake, Genshin Impact, Persona 5 Royal, Wasteland 3, and Yakuza Like a Dragon. Oof. Oh, this is this a... Is, yeah, th- this yeah. is oof. This is This is, this is hard. This, this is, is hard. List, yeah. I, I'm actually yeah. kind of surprised. I've not played a... I didn't really play Genshin Impact. Amy tried it a little bit, but... And it looks... Pretty. I, I just. I don't know if I'd consider it an RPG. It was more of an adventure game in my. From what I saw of it, it's I could I mean, be yeah. wrong. It's as uh, much an RPG as Breath of the Wild, I guess. Right. Yeah. It's based on that. I yeah. did not but, like Genshin Impact at all, and I tried it. Going did going you? through. Okay. I don't know much about Wasteland Three. I, I hear it's good. Persona Five Royal. I like it, but again, it's the same sort of thing. It's an updated version where right. You know, it's it's it, it definitely improves a lot. This is the better version to play. Uh, to be sure. But for me, it is definitely between Final Fantasy VII and Yakuza. And I haven't even played yeah. Yakuza. I am just going off the sheer word of mouth mm-hmm. of Yakuza. So, Same. And, yeah. I, yeah. And I want to play Yakuza uh, so badly. I, um, I, yeah. Oh, go ahead. I'm in the same position as you, Derek, but I've played both. So I've beat Final Fantasy VII, obviously. And mm-hmm. I have played like a good chunk of Yakuza at this point. And I have to say, I still have to give it to Final Fantasy VII. And mm-hmm. it, like when I mm-hmm. played Final Fantasy VII, and that battle theme kicked in for the first time, I remember oh my feeling God. the hair yeah. on the back of my neck stand up. Same. And I remember feeling like just goosebumps. And I, you know, Yakuza just unfortunately hasn't delivered that moment for me, and I don't think it will because so few games mm-hmm. can. 
Um, yeah. And no yeah, other game. Yeah. Final Fantasy. No, I'm right there is, with you. Is like a hair away from game of the year, in my opinion. So, I mean, it is. It is. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. It, unfortunately, even though Yakuza like a dragon uh, is a great game, I think it just came out in the wrong year. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm right there with you, Steve. No game that I've played this year has made me feel the things I've felt playing FF7 Remake. Yeah, same. And, and I want to replay it. I mean, I wish I could replay it right now. I, I just, it's not perfect. It's not, it's certainly not perfect. But the highs are so high. And and the lows are really minimized, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And I, I I could see, I could maybe possibly see Yakuza like surprise taking this category because just because it's made such an impact but i do think it it should go to final fantasy 7 remake and i think it probably will yeah but i I do think that persona 5 royal and yakuza have a chance to to take it as well so my vote goes to ff7 and i think it's going to win but i don't think it's a shoe-in necessarily yeah Yeah, i agree with that I agree. But yeah, Steve, like, well, yeah, the first time you hear that battle theme, for me, it was that. And then the third phase, well, when the third phase of the Genova Dreamweaver fight starts and oh, the music, yeah. oh, <laughs> that's my favorite moment of the year in gaming so far. Mm-hmm. And we only have a month left. So, uh, oh, you know what? No, it's one of my two favorite moments that and that scene in Origami King are oh, probably yeah. my two. Yeah. Um, all right, moving on to best action adventure for the best action adventure game combining combat with traversal and puzzle solving. And we've got Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Ghost of Tsushima, Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales, Ori and the Will of the Wisps, and Star, oh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, and of course, The Last of Us Part Two. Um, I, I feel like The Last of Us Part Two is just going to win everything it's in by default, I, but maybe not. This is the first category we've come to that I can claim a clean sweep on. I've played all of these. <laughs> nice. And hey, I can do that too. In the fact that I played none of them. <laughs> so I'm. This is tough uh, because there are some real heavy hitters. I'm. I'm just gonna. My personal taste. Uh, Jedi Fallen Order and Ori are like immediately out. So is Assassin's Creed. Mm-hmm. Like those are good. Mm-hmm. And to be fair, I'm not saying these are bad games. They're all good games. Um, sure. But I don't know that I, like, as an action game, I'm not sure that those are the ones that I enjoyed the most. I would honestly mm-hmm. probably eliminate The Last of Us Part Two as well, only because I don't really view The Last of Us as an action game. Like, I'm not running and gunning and, like, fighting. You know, I'm usually hiding sure. or, or or trying to be stealthy. Like, that's just how I play the game. So for me, it would come down to Ghost of Tsushima and, and Miles Morales. And I have to say, even though, well, I platinumed both. So um, mm-hmm. for me, I would have to say, as which game has the better action, it has to be Miles Morales. Like, Miles Morales mm-hmm. feels like a AAA action movie kind of game. Like, I, I can't think of a game that moment to moment is more exciting on this list. That, and that is a very good point. But is it significantly different from... The original Spider-Man. It is. Uh, okay. So, because you have, like, the Venom powers, right? So, right. I mean, you start out as, like, this OPS Spider-Man. Like, you are just wrecking dudes from the start. And then, on top of that, you gain, I don't know what he actually calls it, but his invisibility power. Mm. So, it's like, you can, you can like, hop down, take a few people out, turn invisible, zip away, go back to being visible, jump right back in, like... You have a lot more combat options 
in Miles mm-hmm. Morales to mix things up and it does it does a far better job of that like superhero power fantasy of you just beating the hell out of normal dudes like left uh-huh. and right like Miles is a way better fighter than Peter Parker. That's what I've heard. Yeah, mm. from others as well. I I think it's probably going to come down to either uh, Spider-Man or Last of Us Part 2. And I I agree with what you're saying, Steve. I haven't played Miles Morales myself uh yet, but based on playing Sp- uh, Spider-Man PS4, I, I see that as much more of an action game than something like Last of Us Part Two, which I have played or am still playing. Well, remember this is um, best action adventure, and I, I right exactly. I call Last of Us Part Two an adventure. Yeah, right. Agreed. I I just kind of feel like because of its and, and it may not be fair, um, but I think because of its impact, its cultural impact on on gaming culture, right? I just feel like Last of Us Part Two is is probably going to take most of the categories it's nominated in. I hope I'm wrong, and that's not because it's a bad game. It's it's fantastic, but. I, I do think that these other games deserve consideration, but I'm afraid that Last of Us is just going to cast too large a shadow. Oh, I agree. Yeah. I think Last of Us will take this category. I just want yeah. Miles Morales to take it instead. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> and I've seen a lot of people in the chat hope that Ori takes it. Uh, right. Thing. But yeah, agreed. It's, it's going to be Last of Us Part 2. It's just, I, I can't ch- chime in on this too much just because I've yeah. not played any of them. But uh, it just... Culture imp- impact wise, yeah, it's The Last of Us Part Two. I will say I, I'm not an Assassin's Creed fan at all, but I I keep hearing consistently good things about Valhalla more so than I have the last like five Assassin's Creed games or uh, however the, many there the have been. The last couple, the the Greek one, the Greece one, and the I think it's Assassin's Creed Origins. I think ever since Origins, apparently Assassin's Creed's been on the upswing for a lot of people. So cool. Origins uh, switched over to a more Souls-like control scheme where you use like bumpers or, or triggers to fight instead of face buttons, and people seem to really like the revamped combat. I personally prefer the older style games uh but i mm. have enjoyed valhalla quite a bit like i don't know what it is that they changed but it just feels more refined to me somehow like the combat is very sure. enjoyable in valhalla mm-hmm. um going back to the rpg category really quick evernight studio made a great point in the chat uh listen given this list if you can have persona 5 royal then where is goddamn xenoblade chronicles definitive edition right. good point where yeah. is it it absolutely deserves it be to be there. On, if yeah, it should P5 be there over there. Genshin Impact. Absolutely. That's that's a huge snub. That should totally be there. Um, all right, moving on to best action. For the best game in the action genre, focus primarily on combat. And we've got Doom Eternal, Hades, Half-Life Alex, Neo 2, and Streets of Rage 4. And I know what I want to win this, but I know it's probably not going to win it. Yeah. I want it to be Streets of Rage 4 like hell. I want it so badly. Streets of Rage 4 is a really good time. Steve it's and I played so it together good. online. Yeah. It was... It's, it's fun. so good. I would love... We should do a, a Streets of Rage 4 stream sometime, like doing multiplayer. That'd be so fun. Oh, man. I would. I know, I know it's two players max online, but that'd be so fun. Oh, yeah, I, it is. That's so dumb. I want so badly for SOR 4 to take this, but I think it's either going to be Hades or Doom or Eternal. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Prob- I'm, I'm with you um, yeah. on that. I'm actually uh, kind of surprised Half-Life Alex is in under the action category rather than the action same. adventure. I've not yeah. played it, so I don't know, but it didn't seem like a game that was constant action. Right. Um, same. Yeah, yeah, I, I haven't played it, yeah. I've played only the opening part of it, um, and it doesn't seem like an action game to me either. Um, that mm-hmm. said, I think because of the fact that it's so limited in its appeal, like how people that can possibly play it to begin with i don't see it taking it i think hades is the most likely candidate just based on what everyone has flamed me for online (laughs) um 
but Doom Eternal like is positively thrilling to play. So I would I would not mm-hmm. be surprised if it I, I would put it 50-50 Hades or Doom Eternal. Um agreed. Mm-hmm. Which same to, I agree with you though, Ash. It's kind of a shame because I really want Streets of Rage 4 to pick up an award. Me at, too. at least it got so a nomination. Badly. I did not expect it to get nominated, so that's that's a nice little bonus. But the fact that it also not along with Origami King got snubbed out of the uh the music category. Oh, Streets yeah. of Rage 4 should absolutely be in that category. But yeah, I, I have not looked at do? these too closely, so I'm curious what's in the music categories. It's like nice. what we could swap out. Uh, if I had to make a prediction, though, like I, I, I've not played Doom Eternal, but damn, I'm looking forward to playing more Hades. <laughs> so, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, I'm going to have to give it to Hades. All right. Well, moving on to uh, innovation in accessibility, which I, I love that this is a new category. Recognizing mm. software, software and or hardware that is pushing the medium forward by adding features, technology and content to help games be played and enjoyed by an even wider audience. I just love this so much. And our nominees are Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Grounded, Hyperdot, The Last of Us Part Two, and Watch Dogs Legion. I wish they said what they did for the accessibility because I don't, I don't know just based yeah. off this list. The only one Same. that I can kind of go towards is Grounded, which has the option to turn off spiders, which I know you appreciate. Mm-hmm. Yes, I do. Um, and I, I do know a bit. Uh, my wife is super into accessibility stuff. She works uh, in that field sometimes. And I, we both watched some videos on The Last of Us Part Two's accessibility features, and there are a ton of them. So, I mean, they, they really went all in on the accessibility uh, aspect of The Last of Us Part Two. So it wouldn't surprise me if, if, that, if that won this category, but at the same time, I can't comment on the others. So I don't really know. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Don't, I couldn't guess, honestly. Yeah, I know. Maybe. I, maybe but... uh, this is hard for me, but if you're into accessibility, absolutely follow Steve Saylor, the blind gamer on Twitter. He, he is a huge advocate for for accessibility in games and someone i would consider like the foremost expert on this and i believe he has consulted on a few of the games on this list oh Um, nice i know personally and i will just align my opinion to his that the last of us part two did a great job with accessibility including Mm -hmm. like modes for blind gamers including you know uh, ways to outline enemies in colors to to make it more contrasty for people with disabilities to to be able to recognize the action on screen better. Uh, so I'm I'm gonna go with that just because it's the one I've seen mentioned by experts the most. But mm-hmm. yeah, unfortunately, you know this is this is a one that I have a hard time for because being you know not not being uh, someone with afflicted by a disability, I don't actively seek out these features in games. But I'm glad right. to see there's an award category for it. Absolutely. Well, and Michael Phone says in the chat that The Last of Us will win this category uh, because they work in this field as well. So, yeah, I mean, you're you're obviously speaking from a place of experience, Michael. So if you think so, I, and, and my wife also really was impressed by the accessibility features, I think it's going to be Last of Us Part Two. But I got I, I do really appreciate Grounded for having an arachnophobe mode because that's me. I There are so many games over the years that I've wished you could turn the spiders off in, and I would have been able to enjoy them, but... You know, maybe that's something we'll see more going forward. Uh, all right, moving on to uh, best VR slash AR for the best game experience playable in virtual or augmented reality, irrespective of platform. And we've got Dreams, Half Life, Alex, Marvel's Iron Man VR, Star Wars Squ- Squadrons, and The Walking Dead: Saints and Sinners. Um, I don't play a lot of VR AR games, but I, Dreams is is just blowing up. People seem to love. Well, it blew up at the beginning of the year, and then it kind of faded off. I haven't heard about people talking about that's true. I guess since the beginning of the year, not that, yeah. that matters, but I'm just just mm-hmm. saying. But 
looking at this list, I can't imagine it not being Half-Life Alex. That pedigree, the yeah. fact that it is so good, it's being nominated in other categories. Usually yeah. to me, that means it's getting, it's going to be the winner of its category, unless they're one of those people that like, uh, we're, we're, it's already getting game of the year. Let's vote for other, you know, get other games a highlight um, mm-hmm. for that. But yeah, based on this, I just, it, from everything I can tell, Alex is the most takes advantage of it the best, and also making it feel traditional. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I have. Big, I will say I've heard it. I've heard really good things about Star Wars Squadrons. Uh, a buddy of mine plays, and he says it's amazing. Um, I don't know if it's going to win this category, amazing, but he says it's fantastic. Um, but I agree. I, I think it's probably going to be Half Life, Alex. I think Dreams has a chance, but mm-hmm. but uh, gun to my head, I would say it's probably going to be Half Life, Alex. Yeah, for me, I think Half-Life, Half-Life Alex is going to take it. It's the only one on this list I've played even a little bit of. I've played Dreams, mm. but not in VR. And I think okay. interest in Dreams died really fast. Like, people mm. people made some cool stuff, and everyone was all about it for a minute, and then it just kind of went away. Um, Iron Man VR, I heard bad things about initially. I own it Same. now, thanks to my brother, so I'll try it uh, before the Game Awards. But I... Of these, the only two games I've heard like really significant good things about in relation to VR, Half-Life Alex and Star Wars Squadrons. And I think, like Derek said, when you see a game start to branch out of its like home category, that's mm-hmm. kind of a telltale sign that that it's a very strong contender. So I, I would give this one to Half-Life Alex most likely. Yeah. yeah. All right. Moving on to best community support. Recognizing a game for outstanding community support, transparency and responsiveness, inclusive of social media activity, and game updates slash patches. So we've got uh, Apex Legends, Destiny 2, Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout, Fortnite, No Man's Sky, and Valorant. And uh, I'll tell you what I don't think it should be, and that's Fall Guys. And I say that as someone who loves Fall Guys, but it took them way too long to add new content to the game initially. And they've caught up now and they're doing a lot better, but... It took too long, so I think that's probably out. Um, no Man's Sky deserves mention, though, for for the way mm. they've been able to turn that game around. I've I don't heard. know if it'll win, but yeah, I, I for what I understand, they've really been able to, to make something seriously impressive out of it that actually is close to what the game was promised to be originally. Um, I don't know enough about Fortnite to comment, or or Destiny Two. I mean, Fortnite is rolling out new things, so it's, yeah. there's that, but. I, I don't know. It seems to be a cool I've heard, again, of decent things about Valorant and Apex Legends, but I Luxiel in the chat says Bungie got this. So apparently Destiny so. 2's gotten a lot of support. I just yeah. don't play these games enough to really know. Yeah, I think and- so. I think one, this is a really nebulous, weird category. <laughs> like, it is. Yeah. It, it's really hard to ascertain what, def- what counts as community support, but um, I have to agree. Uh, with some of our folks in the chat, like Titus and, and Luxiel, No Man's Sky for me has to be it. And I mean, because mm-hmm. that that was a mess of a game when it came out. <laughs> and, yeah. you know, when you look at community support, they famously did a very bad job the year that this game came out. Like they just, uh oh, no one likes it. And then just went radio silent for months. And yeah. You know, mm-hmm. Sean Murray, like, stopped talking on Twitter, like, just kind of, yeah. and it seemed like they were just going to cut and run and not support the game. 
and they have just been adding update after update after update. We got a next gen mm-hmm. update for this game now. We got a VR update for this game now. You can, you know, yeah. they added multiplayer to it, and it's all free stuff that they've added. So yeah, I, I was I just hope... going to say, uh, Mark Cole in the chat said they had eight updates or more this year, all of them free. Yeah, it 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 has been a ridiculous like the game mm-hmm. that shipped and the game that's available now look like different games. So I hats off to, to them because they're also a really small Same. team, or yeah. at least they were. So mm-hmm. I, I, yeah. I hope it takes it. It's the only one that I'm familiar enough with to really say anything one way or the other. I mean, I've played Fall yeah. Guys, I've played Destiny, I've played Fortnite, but I haven't played them in years now. Or Fall mm-hmm. Guys, I haven't played in months. But <laughs> yeah, so, mm-hmm. and I haven't played No Man's Sky in a while, but the fact that all the updates they're pushing out have bubbled up in my Twitter feed and stuff tells me that they're doing something right. So, yep. I'll, yeah, I'll, I don't. I'll throw my support behind them. Yeah, I don't know who to who to predict really. I mean, I like I I hope it goes to No Man's Sky, but I, I guess if I had to make a prediction, I guess either No Man's Sky or I, I just I kind of wonder if Fortnite will just take it by virtue of just being Fortnite. You I, know, I don't know. You know, I just feel like it's the the popular choice, right? So I feel like Fortnite at least has a chance, even though I don't follow it. Oh yeah. Um, and of yeah. course, destiny Two. destiny two is always there and I don't play destiny, but I, I know, I know it had some missteps and it had some problems out of the gate, but as I understand it, they've largely course corrected. So yeah, I mm. guess, I guess I'm torn between destiny two and no man's sky. Um, but I'll, I'll, I'll I'm going to throw my support behind no man's sky. I, that's my prediction. Let's just go with that. Um, all right. Best mobile game. For the best game playable on a mobile... Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, by the way, this should probably be our last one because we're approaching an hour and there's still a a lot of categories to get through. So we're going to have to just pick this up another time when there's not a lot of news and just cover the rest. Jump to best... or How about we spend the rest of the time talking about potential reveals? Oh, yeah. We could just leave off with the best mobile and talk about that. I mean, we don't have a lot of time left, but yeah. Um, Whatever you guys want to do. We could do this. It could be part one of our, you know... Yeah, I think that's fine. Part, part one right. is fine. So let's let's wrap here, and then and then we can maybe uh, figure the rest out on another slow news day, which I have a feeling there will be more of. Yep. So okay, we'll end on best mobile game then, and then next time we'll start with best indie. Um, all right, cool. So best mobile game for the best game playable on a mobile well, device. No, I mean and that is. Both, oh. I, I think pick up next time so, with best mobile game is what we're talking. Oh, about. Oh, we're already, gotcha. We're already okay. at fifty-seven minutes, Ash. We're we're running out of time. Fair enough. Well, we we don't always have a hard stop at an hour, but no, I'm, no, I'm totally we don't. Cool with that. But that's sort of the trust me. These things take a while to render. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Okay, well then, uh, anything else? Oh, so you said Steve, you wanted to chat about possible reveals. Yeah, or do you want to do that next time as well. We can we can roll into the post show and and maybe talk about it a little and then do it in a formal episode later. Because yeah, I think we're we're low. Cool, right? All right. Well, not then, a lot of categories left, but I can see us talking a bit more as we get to the. Um, Bigger, bigger ones. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. So it's, it's probably best to split it. Well, then, cool. Well, then, yeah, that uh, wraps up our non news, slow news day episode of today's news tonight. <laughs> and uh, we appreciate you joining us for our for part one of our Game Awards uh, nominee or winner predictions. Uh, so before we wrap up, of course, we have to give a special thanks to all of our patrons at the producer tier for helping to make this show happen because it would not be happening without every single one of you at every tier. Uh, but we also have to give a massive thank you to our patrons at the executive producer tiers and above. And those awesome people are Rob Arman X, Dan Entwistle, Z Patty, Adam O'Sullivan, Floating Mew, Christopher, The D-Pad, Vesmio, OnStar, Kieran Phillips, Benny Yao, Mama Bowling, Hi, <laughs> a.k.a. Rosa Bowling, Geller, 
Shiny Turkey, Titus Malvolio, Jake Pelka, Michael Fone, Mitchell Herring, Jay Acosta, Game Explain, Charles Saz, Andrew Medeiros, and Jonathan Belmare. And uh, if you'd like to hear your name, uh, if you're watching this and you'd like to hear your name read out at the end of today's news tonight, remember that you can become a patron over at patreon.com slash gvgaming, where you can watch today's news tonight live for as little as $5 a month. Uh, although the executive producer tier, of course, is a little bit more than that. But uh, yeah, head over there and, and see what tiers make sense to you. But even if you don't support us on Patreon, we appreciate you either way. We appreciate your support and just being here with us, regardless of whether you support us on Patreon or not. So as always, thank you all so much for watching. And if you enjoyed this video, be sure to subscribe to Good Vibes Gaming for more good times like these. Until next time, guys, good night and good vibes. Bye, Bye everyone. <laughs>